You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Evan Roberts podcast. I'm pleased to be joined by a young man who called up Carton Roberts a couple of weeks ago. Uh, impressed us with his New York Mets knowledge. So today he is making his podcast debut, and that is Zach. Zach, I think you told me you were nine. Am I right or wrong about that? I'm eight. Eight? When do you turn nine? When is your birthday? June. All right. Well, we're you know what? We're rounding up. You're almost nine <laughs> years old. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious because I'm 37 now. And I always try to remember back to when I started remembering the Mets. Like, what was the first year I really started to remember things? Because my dad would take me to games when I was like two years old, but I can't remember any of it. As an eight-year-old, soon-to-be nine-year-old, what is the first season where you remember watching and like understanding what you were seeing? Uh, probably like 2014, 2015. You got in at a good time, man. I mean, you got to see the yeah. team win the national. Did you think <laughs> in 2015 as you're learning, wow, this is easy. We're going to get to the World Series every year. Was that going through your mind? Pretty much. <laughs> Who was your favorite player on that 15 team? David White. Yeah. And you know what? Did you get like explained? Because David obviously had a long Met career before that. So was it part of learning? Hey, this guy's been here for a long time. He was here, you know, when I, when I was born, basically learning about all that. Yeah, I have an autographed ball of, of David Wright. Oh, nice. Is that your most prized New York Mets collection item? Probably. It's either that or the or Gary Carter autograph. Gary Carter. Now we're going old school. Gary, you know what's funny? Gary Carter is like what David Wright is to you. Because when I started watching baseball, it was really, or really understanding baseball, it was at the end of Gary Carter's career as a New York Met. So it's kind of like the same thing where I knew about him. I knew he'd been there for a while. I knew my dad loved him, but I never fully got to watch him throughout his career. So you got to see David at the end and make some plays. I mean, he hit the home run in the World Series, which is one of the coolest moments. So is yeah. he now? Is he your all-time favorite Met now, or has anybody surpassed him in the last couple of years? Well, my favorite Met now, now is, is Alonzo. Pete Alonzo. So you're, I sense that you are biased towards the sluggers. You're a bigger fan of the home run hitters than the dominant starting pitchers. Is that fair? Kind of, yeah. All right. I'm not going to fight with you because I love Jacob DeGrom. I don't understand why. Jo why is Jacob DeGrom not your favorite player? I'm just going to ask it, Zach. Why? The only reason he's not is because I... I had something on my birthday and Pete Alonzo said happy birthday to me. You know what? I can't argue yeah. with that. <laughs> if you have a special birthday connection with Pete Alonzo, I got no argument with that. Um, <laughs> last year, Pete Alonzo did not have a great season. Okay. And yeah. I think that's one of the concerns going into 2021, which Pete Alonzo are we going to see as someone who's a fan of his, he did wish you a happy birthday. 
What is your confidence level on Pete Alonso going into 2021? He's pretty good, and he hit a great grand slam in, the, in spring training. Yeah, that is true. And I think he did it for his mom, he said. It was like for his mom's birthday, so that yeah, was kind of cool. Yeah, it was his mom's birthday. I was watching the game. and said, yeah. Now, what and was, is... And it was the opposite field. Yeah. What's a fair expectation for Pete Alonso? Because this is the thing I always kind of have a tough time understanding. Sorry, my, my four-year-old is waving. He wants to leave. So he's already walked out. But thank you, Jeff. Thank you for watching this podcast. Because um, I think sometimes the expectations we have for Pete are way too high. I mean, we look what he did in his rookie season. He broke the all-time home run record uh, for a rookie. And I always and say... He won rookie of the year and the home run derby also. Yeah. yeah, no, he did everything. And, and sometimes I say, yeah, that was great, but we can't expect that again from him. So as a fan, but I, you sound like a reasonable guy, Zach, what is a home run total from Alonzo that you'd say, hey, that's good. That's fine. That's a solid number. For like in like a year, probably like maybe like 25, 30. Yeah. All right. You're setting the bar. You're setting the bar low for him. I like that. That's that's a true fan right there, because. Yeah. Hitting 50 is special. I mean, it's not like guys at 50 home runs all the time. I The thing I'd love to see from Alonzo this year, because if you look at his year last year, it wasn't great, but to me it was the lack of the big hit. Like, that seemed to be the problem. It seemed whenever Pete came up in a big spot, guys on base, and that was the entire Met team last year. It was such a weird yeah. season. It seemed like he lacked the big hit. So if he can get more big hits and mix that in, I think our, our perception of Pete Alonzo will be a lot better, you know? Yeah. Last what? season, I remember watching a game where the bases were loaded, Alonzo was up, and he struck out. Yes. Yeah. They, unfortunately, it happened too many times. But you yeah. know what? That was the whole team last year. That was so weird about 2020. Like, it was only 60 games, and the Mets hit. But it seemed as if everyone had an issue getting that big hit with guys on base. And that's why they didn't score the amount of runs they should have, considering what their team batting average was, considering yeah. all that stuff, you know? Well, Alonzo was probably thinking too much. Yeah. Oh, you're probably right. What did, what, yeah, what was last year like for you? Because, like, my entire life, I think most people listening's entire life, we've had our 162-game seasons outside of the strike year, which was many years ago. And last year, we had something so bizarre, a 60-game season. Obviously, there were no fans. We understand that. But as a young baseball fan who's watching you know, five seasons now virtually as a baseball fan – what was the 60-game season like for you? I mean, it was okay. It, the Mets had a chance at the wild card, which, which made me watch a lot more games. Well, it wasn't the best season because we there wasn't really a chance to watch more games. Yeah, that's what I miss, man. I mean, think about it. We're, we're less than a month away from watching games in April and May and June, yeah. and we didn't get it till late July. What was... Because I think amongst Met fans, there's this split feeling on how this offseason went. There are some Met fans like me who pr I'm pretty happy about this offseason. There are some Met fans that had higher expectations of what they were going to do. For you, did you like what the Mets did uh, and what they accomplished during this offseason? Yeah, I, I definitely liked that they got Lindor and McCann. What does Lindor need to do? to become your favorite player. Is that impossible? Does he have to wish you a happy birthday? Does he have to hit 35 home runs? What can Lindor do to become Zach's new favorite player? Just just play like he did on the like play 
like if the Mets signed him for more years, just play like he did on the Indians, like most of those years. All right, that's fair. I'm going to let him know. All he's got to do is play the way he played in Cleveland, signed a long-term deal. He's got a chance to move up the power rankings of your fandom. I, I'm, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Are your expectations that the New York Mets will win the World Series this year, or is it more, hey, just make the playoffs? It's been a long time since both of us have seen them in the playoffs. Just get me to the playoffs. What are your expectations now for I this mean, team? I mean, they have a chance to win the World Series. They're probably going to make the playoffs. They have a very big chance. I would like to see them make the playoffs, but I would definitely like to see them make the World Series more than just I, see them make the playoffs. I like the confidence that you have, and that just shows that you haven't seen enough horrible Met baseball. You still have that, yeah, they'll make the playoffs. I like that because you have seen the Mets make the playoffs now twice in your lifetime. So that's yeah. not bad. Like you've, you're used to it. You're like, yeah, the Mets make the playoffs. It happens. I've seen it before. Yeah. Did, were you able to, cause you're eight and 2015 was five years ago. Were mm -hmm. you able to stay up and watch the playoff games? How did that work with some of those late finishes? I was probably able to watch like one or two of them. Oh, okay. But yeah. Yeah. I feel you, man. I, I, I'm a grown man. I had a tough time staying up. I mean, game one of the World Series ended at 1.30 in the morning. I'll never forget that against the Kansas City Royals. Uh, what about the pitching on this team? You know, Jake's obviously the ace. Are you uh, confident and happy with this rotation going into 2021? I, I mean, I like their starting rotation, but their bullpen isn't really so good because we don't know if Diaz can close or May and Loop set up. I'm with you. I think it's the biggest concern this team has. I think the rest of this team is really, really solid. There's nothing about this bullpen I trust. And you mentioned Edwin Diaz. That's the number one guy because yeah. he was he was good last year, Zach, but there was no fans yeah. in the stands. I don't know how he's going to pitch when there's people booing him at City Field in the middle of May, you know? Yeah. 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 That, and they're going to miss Seth Lugo. That's the, That injury to Seth Lugo yeah. really hurts. So... Well, now since Lugo and Syndergaard are injured, their best relief pitcher and their second best pitcher, it's going to be harder for the uh, and for the stone rotation until Syndergaard gets back. Who's going to be the fifth starter? Yamamoto, Peterson, or Luke? Probably Peterson because of how he pitched last year. Yeah, it's it's weird the rotation because you're right. David Peterson, Joey Lucchese are the two guys with a shot to be in the rotation, and I've got like a sneaky confidence they could at least be solid. The bullpen, I don't have that confidence about. Like I look at this yeah. Met team and I say, what could derail them? They have a really good lineup. We talked about acquiring Francisco Lindor. We talked about mm -hmm. how they were a good offense last year. They just lacked the big hit. The top of the rotation and even the overall rotation is pretty good. But that bullpen, I mean, you've seen so much of this in your few years of watching the Mets. How many times have you watched the game? And in the eighth or ninth inning, the bullpen blows it. I mean, that was basically all of 2019. Like the entire season. And they ended up winning a bunch of games and only finished a few games short of the wild card. But yeah. how many times did they blow games late that year? Like seven, like more than half of the game. Does it? I'm curious. And there's no wrong answer here. When the Mets blew a big game in 2019, like Edwin Diaz came in and imploded, would you have a tough time sleeping at night? Or would it be like, ah, you know what? It's baseball. I'm good. I'm, I'm eight years old or seven years old at the time. I'm fine. Like, did you have sleepless nights when the Mets would blow games in 2019 or no? Sometimes. All right. I respect that. Yeah, I couldn't sleep, man. 
<laughs> I'm a 37 year old. I could every time the Mets blow a bad game, I twist and turn and have nightmares about it. Did you have nightmares about it or was it, you know, eh, it's OK. I got school tomorrow. Sometimes I had nightmares like once or twice. OK, I bet you it was that game against the Cardinals where Edwin Diaz blew it twice. They had the oh, game yeah. that they stopped and then they restarted it the next day. It was it was awful. Um, so when you look at this Met team right now, if mm-hmm. I gave you a choice, and this is a tough choice, man, so I want you to think about it. Francisco Lindor, Michael Conforto. They're both free agents at the end of the year. Sandy Alderson calls you up and says, Zach, here's the deal. I can only sign one of them before the season. The other one we're going to have to take a risk on in free agency. Who would you advise Sandy to make sure they sign long-term? Michael Conforto or Lindor? Go ahead. I would rather them have Lindor for more years because he's better, but he may not... He may have a bad season because it's his first year in New York. Conforto already played in New York, and he's been amazing. You bring up you bring up actually a really fair concern because we've seen so many guys, not just with the Mets, but back in the day with the Yankees, where their first year in New York, they struggle. For whatever reason, if it's the pressure or something else. I wonder, though, if that's going to scare a lot of Mets fans. Like if Francisco Lindor has a rough 2021 there's going to be a lot of people who say, oh, he can't play in New York. You can't sign him. You know, why, he just can't handle it. And you're right, though, because we've seen so many guys struggle in New York. I like the fact that you're at least prepared for the fact that Lindor may not get off to the greatest start in the world because of the track record we've seen of guys who come here. Well, I'd be happy. I'd just be happy if the Mets I, I don't care which one they sign for more years. I just I'd be happy with any of them. Yeah. Lindor open for them. I want both of them. That's my opinion. I would not be, I'd be very annoyed with Steve Cohen, the new owner of the Mets, if they can't sign both of those guys. I but would I w- definitely like both of them more than anything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, good. Because we, we need to have our expectations very high when it comes to the spending on players. Were you disappointed about Trevor Bauer not signing with the Mets? I really wanted him. I know there was a lot of Mets fans who said, nah, they're better off without him. Where did you stand on the Mets going after Trevor Bauer? I was very disappointed when they did not get them. Did you get? At least they got. At least they got Taiwan Walker. Oh yeah, I mean, look, especially for what they paid him. I mean, they paid Taiwan Walker a heck of a lot less than they were going to have to pay Trevor Bauer. I just, I was drawn (laughs) in, and I'm sure you were too, about how good Bauer was last year and how he can build off of how good he was last year in this rotation. Well, the Mets actually did offer Bauer a bigger offer than the Dodgers offered him. Yeah, they offered Over- him three mil- million more than the Dodgers offered. Well, that's why Zach, I got the sense Trevor Bauer didn't want to play here. I mean, I got the sense he just wanted to play in Los Angeles and be a Dodger. I, I never, I thought he was always using the Mets to just get more money out of the LA Dodgers. That's probably that's what I was. I thought like more like when the offseason started, the Mets had a bigger chance, and then I realized that Bauer probably wants to go to the Dodgers because that's where. That's his hometown. Yep. That's exactly what he did. Now, I'm very curious about this. What is your feeling towards the New York Yankees? Is it whatever they just play in this town? Do you despise them? Do you kind of root for them as a young Met fan? How do you view the New York Yankees? I really do not like them. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people listening right now are applauding, saying, yeah, that's right. So who is your least favorite New York Yankee? Do you have a least favorite New York Yankee? Yeah. Yeah. And who is it? Alan Judge. 
<laughs> Why don't you like Aaron Judge? What has he done to you? He, I just don't like him because he gets a lot of home runs against the Mets. Like when the Mets played the Yankees, like a couple times last year, he had a couple of home runs, like three or four of them. He hit one of the farthest home runs I've ever seen at City Field. I think it was 2018 or not. I forget which year it was, but he hit one into the second deck in left center field. But here's the problem, Zach. I want you to think about this. In two years when he's a free agent and Steve Cohen is, you know, throwing his money out, you know you're going to want the Mets to sign Aaron Judge, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay so just remember that in the back of your mind when you dislike Aaron Judge like yeah you know what I don't like him but in two or three years I want this guy in New York I want this guy with the Mets the other side of New York all right so oh, I also don't like Luke Voigt uh, Luke just, Voigt I'm why I just don't like it I don't know I just don't. <laughs> you just don't like what the fact that he doesn't button up his jersey to the top I mean that, that is kind of annoying yeah. I'm with you on that. Like, if you have a jersey, just button it up to the top. What are you trying to do? Like, why you got to keep it two buttons down? It's a fair point. I mean, I can't argue with that. So give me your prediction for what the New York Mets do in 2021. And this is on the record. There's a podcast. Everyone's going to hear it. So you can brag to all your friends if you're right. But you also, you know, have to own it if you're wrong. The way I have with James Harden. So your official New York Mets 2021 prediction. Go ahead. Probably 93 wins, like 93 or 94. All right. Yeah. I'll sign for that, man. So is that enough to win the division? Do you think they win the National League East? Yeah. Well, I saw something that said the Mets, I saw what they think the order of the best to worst in the NL East would be. They put Mets first with 93 wins. Uh, Second, I think, was the National, then the Philly, then then the Braves, then the Marlins. Wow. I don't know why they put the Braves I, dude, I don't get that either. The Braves, the Braves to me are the team to beat in the National League East. And I hope the Mets are the team to beat them, obviously. I mean, we're lockstep on that, but they, for whatever reason, just don't get a lot of respect. I don't know the reason. They've won how many division titles in a row now, you know? I I own stock of the Braves. Please explain that further. You own stock in the Atlanta Braves? Tell me more. The only reason I do is just I want I just wanted to own some stock in the baseball team, and it was the only team available. Really? So you own, like, literal stock in the Atlanta Braves? Yeah, my grandpa got it, and and I also have an Acuna Jr. autograph card. Okay, now, hold on a second. We got to talk about this. That's a great business decision. I'm not arguing with that. But is that going to cause any issues when the Atlanta Braves are – and forget the Mets, because I know you're a Mets fan, but let me give you a hypothetical situation. I want you to think about this. The Braves are playing the Cincinnati Reds late in the season, and it helps the Mets for the Braves to lose. Are you going to sit there rooting for the Braves because you have an Acuna autograph and because you own stock in the Braves, or are you going to put your love for the Mets and the best interest of the Mets first and root for the Cincinnati Reds? Definitely root for the Reds. Okay, good. All right. So you you own the stock, you have the autograph, but it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. If it works out, great, but I'm not rooting for them. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good, because you may not realize this, but back in the late 90s when I was a kid, the Atlanta Braves beat the Mets all the time. They tortured Mets fans for many, many years. So for a lot of us, yeah, we never get over it. They had Chipper Jones and Andrew and Andrew Jones. That's right. That's yeah. all. Goodness. They, they gave me nightmares, man. I wouldn't sleep at night with, because of Chipper Jones and Andrew Jones. 
And that doesn't even include all the pitching that they had that gave me nightmares. All right, so 93 wins. They, they're going to win the division, right? You're on record. They're going to win the National League East. Yeah. Yeah. What happens in the playoffs? Do you have them winning the National League pennant? Do you have them getting knocked out early? What do you have with that? I think they either are going to – they're definitely – I think they're going to make the NLCS or, and if and maybe lose, but I – but like it's a 50-50 chance in the NLCS is what but, I would say. Listen, man, I'd sign for that now, but I'd yeah. be angry in October. That's the way I look at things. Like right now, give me the National League <laughs> championship, but I'd be upset when they lose. Yeah. All right. Well, it will either they'll either be playing the Dodgers or the Padres, who who both are very good teams. Yes. Yeah, I can't lose to the Dodgers, man. That would just drive me nuts. Oh. Then again, I can't lose to the Padres either. The more I think about it, just losing anywhere is devastating. I I say this all the time. Your expectations change once you're there. Like it's easy right now for me and you in March to say, yeah, they're going to go to the NLCS and lose, and we say, hey, that's a great year. But in the moment, in that, as it happens, we're both going to cry. Like, you're going to cry. I'm going to cry. We're going to be devastated when they get knocked out. If they do get knocked out, I would be very mad. I'm with you, pal. Well, Zach, you you did an excellent job. I appreciate you joining me on this podcast. And hopefully we can come back together and do a National League Championship Series Mets versus Dodgers preview podcast, okay? Okay. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast.